This episode is brought to you by EarthBreeze, the one New Year's resolution I've ever been able to stick to. It's completely transformed my laundry experience. Gone are the big, heavy plastic jugs, the measuring out of detergent every time. All I do is grab an EarthBreeze wash sheet. All I do is grab an EarthBreeze eco sheet. It looks just like a dryer sheet, except it's slightly less dry. It's ultra concentrated detergent. I throw it in the wash and that's it. Never think about it again. Laundry comes out great, clean, fresh smelling, no harmful chemicals or bleaches or dyes or anything in there. If you want to change up your laundry game this year, right now my listeners can get started with EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash drilled, that's E-A-R-T-H-B-R-E-E-Z-E dot com slash drilled for 40% off your subscription. Welcome back to Drilled. We're calling this surprise season. There will be fraud. And we're doing it because the fossil fuel industry is trying to leverage the hell out of a pandemic. Of course they are. Reporting has really started to pick up on what's happening on this story at the national level. I highly recommend you follow the reporting that Alex Kaufman and Chris D'Angelo were doing at HuffPost, Emily Atkin at Heated, Kate Aronoff at The New Republic, and Justin Mikulka at DSmog. We're covering the national stuff on this podcast and on the Drilled News website too. But one of the things I wanted to try to do with this series is make sure people know about everything that's happening at the state level and even the local level. In the last week, I've gotten emails from folks in Pennsylvania, Texas, Massachusetts, and California, each with a different story about what the fossil fuel industry is trying to use coronavirus to get away with in their backyards. Today, we're headed to Texas. So I'm Sharon Wilson, and I'm senior field advocate for Earthworks. And further back than that, I worked for the oil and gas industry. And I was uncomfortable with the ethics of the industry as a whole. And that was before I knew about any of the environmental impacts. So eventually, despite the fact that they paid very, very high salary. I left the oil and gas industry and moved to Wise County. I bought 42 acres next to the LBJ National Grasslands. And I didn't know that that's where George Mitchell, the father of fracking, was experimenting with how to economically frack oil and gas from shale. And so I had a ringside seat to that adventure and my air turned brown and my well water turned black. So yeah, that that made me mad. (laughs) Now, years later, Sharon takes her optical gas imaging equipment around the Permian Basin to document emissions from oil and gas companies. She's gonna tell us what she's been seeing since this January and why the coronavirus might end up resulting in more methane emissions, even if it temporarily reduces CO2 emissions. That's coming up right after a quick message from today's sponsor. I'm Amy Westervelt, and this is Drilled. Drilled. 
New Year's resolutions are almost destined to fail. I resolve almost every year to work less and we all know it's not going to happen. <laughs> but one thing I have been able to stick to, and you can too, is switching up the way you do laundry in 2024 and grabbing Earth Breeze. I know what you're thinking laundry is not so fun. Those huge, heavy plastic jugs measuring out the right amount, getting goo all over the place. It's annoying. Earthbreeze Eco Sheets totally changed the game. Unlike powder or liquid, Earthbreeze actually looks like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra concentrated laundry detergent. And it's super easy. You just throw it into your laundry and that's it. There's no measuring, there's no lugging anything around. Your laundry comes out clean. It smells great. I love it. It's genuinely made my life easier. It's also dermatologist tested, hypoallergenic, free of bleach and dyes. So it's perfect for every load. You'll never run out of detergent again, thanks to Earth Breeze's easy, flexible subscription. You can adjust, pause, or cancel at any time with no hidden fees or penalties. And you save a whopping 40% when you subscribe. Plus shipping is always free and Eco Sheets are packaged in a slim cardboard envelope that saves a ton of space. It also gets rid of one more plastic thing in your life. And the company has donated over 100 million loads of laundry and counting to those in need. Right now, my listeners can get started with Earth Breeze and save 40%. 40, 40. Go to earthbreeze.com slash drilled. That's E-A-R-T-H-B-R-E-E-Z-E.com slash drilled for 40% off your subscription. Hi, it's Amy here, and I'm excited to tell you about a new podcast from APM Studios and Western Sounds called Ripple. Such a good idea, this show. In the aftermath of major disasters, there is always a swarm of media attention. The public is captivated by breaking news, there's coverage and controversy, and then the cameras and the public just move on. But the stories are not finished. Ripple is a new series investigating the stories we were told were over. In season one, the reporting team traveled hundreds of miles across the Gulf Coast to learn the ongoing effects of the 2010 Deepwater Horizon oil spill, which are still impacting many coastal residents more than a decade later. You can listen now to Ripple wherever you get your podcasts. So when you look at it without an optical gas imaging instrument, you just see tanks and pipes. But when you look at it with the optical gas imaging camera that I use, mm -hmm. you see big clouds of pollution coming from these sites. Sharon's been tracking that pollution for years, and she says it's gone from bad to worse in 2020. I've done easily over a thousand individual investigations at oil and gas facilities and I have never seen anything that even comes close to the levels of pollution coming from facilities in the Permian Basin. So I thought things were really bad prior 
to about November 2019, mm -hmm. which is when I saw an increase. Then it, it just, it's kept increasing until the last time I was there was March 6th, and it was unimaginable, unimaginable what was happening. Okay, we need to do a quick oversimplified oil and gas lesson here. So shale companies started out using a method called hydraulic fracturing, fracking, to get natural gas out of shale rock. In really broad strokes, fracking works by injecting water and chemicals into shale rock to bust it open and extract gas. There's a whole bunch of treatment and refining that happens after that, which is where water and soil contamination can happen. But those are the basics. Around 2010, shale companies realized they could access a type of oil in these rocks too. They call it tight oil. And that's what really positioned the U.S. as a top supplier instead of just a customer in the global energy market. When that oil is being refined, natural gas is burned off in a process called flaring. The idea is to reduce the amount of methane that would otherwise be released into the air during this process. But there's a wrinkle a strong wind could blow out the flare. And an unlit flare means methane and various volatile organic compounds are just kind of belched into the air. If this was just happening very occasionally at one plant or another, maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it happens a lot. According to research that came out last year, unlit flares are the biggest contributors to global methane emissions. And just a reminder, methane is a greenhouse gas. It's 86 times more potent than CO2. Okay, back to Sharon. Flares are not lit. And so it becomes a vent pipe mm. that vents uncombusted hydrocarbons into the atmosphere in huge quantities. The tanks and the tanks are venting. It's just um, methane and volatile organic compounds blasting from everywhere. What are the you know restrictions or regulations in place? Well, Texas does have regulations that are supposed to prevent a lot of this, not entirely prevent it because the system, the oil and gas design, is it is designed to vent intentionally. So at this point, they cannot completely stop all of the methane and VOC emissions because they have to have pressure releases. So, but we do have regulations in place to lessen that and unlit flares are not legal. But the problem with regulations is they are words on paper and in Texas, they're not enforced. And especially in the Permian Basin, the oversight seems especially lax. Sharon says the problem with unlit flares and excess venting tends to get worse when natural gas and oil prices are low. Right now, they're at rock bottom. As the prices go down, the amount of venting and the number of unlit flares goes up. We ha do have some data for, for that um, that we've collected since 2017 to show that there is an uptick in unlit flares. And this year, it's really gone up. So even as emissions might be going down in general, methane emissions could actually increase during the pandemic, which not only exacerbates climate change, it also creates a big public health problem. 
right now people are being told to shelter at home. And I've had so many calls from people who are having, you know, they previously they could at least get some relief when they went to school and to work. And now they are there all day and they're breathing these hydrocarbons that are crossing the fence line onto their property. And, you know, their toxic load in their body will be increasing. I contacted the two agencies that are tasked with regulating the oil and gas industry in Texas, the Texas Railroad Commission and the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. The Railroad Commission are the ones that would oversee flaring. As of March 13th, oil and gas operators could request to have all regulatory requirements waived. That came almost two weeks before the EPA announced that it would grant various industries, including oil and gas, regulatory relief during the pandemic. So basically, they won't fine you for pollution infractions. The Texas Commission on Environmental Quality is the body that would deal with complaints about toxic fumes and emissions that residents are experiencing. They're considering both administrative relief for paperwork violations and enforcement discretion on an as-needed basis. The commission's press person, Andrew Keese, told me residents who are being impacted by another property and are concerned about their health should contact TCEQ's complaint hotline or regional office. TCEQ takes all complaints impacting human health very seriously. But Wilson's getting calls from residents who feel otherwise. And she says that from what she saw on her last trip out in the field, since at least early March, operators seem to know that no one would really be watching. There has never been a system in place to adequately regulate the oil and gas industry. What we have in the United States is a voluntary regulatory system where they have a spill and they call up the regulator and report themselves. And if they have an invisible release of methane and VOCs, they call up the regulator or they fill out a form and report that themselves. So that's kind of like the last time I got to go anywhere, which was about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and maybe I was speeding. So I called up the DPS and asked them to come and give me a ticket. <laughs> That's it for this time. If you've spotted the fossil fuel industry using the COVID-19 pandemic as an excuse to avoid regulation or get some other kind of benefit, give me a shout. I'm amy at drillednews.com. Again, this season wasn't really planned or budgeted for. It just seems necessary. So if you agree and want to support our efforts, we'd really appreciate it. Our Patreon is patreon.com drilled. And we've got some new supporters this week that I want to thank. The Rude Pundit, Carrie, Jim McElroy, Jennifer Crowell, Karen Goal, Jane Patton, Amy Brady, and Huck Brock. Thank you guys so much. Your support is really, really appreciated. Drilled is produced and distributed by Critical Frequency. The show is reported, written, and produced by me, Amy Westervelt. 
This season's music is by Martin Wissenberg. Our editor is Emily Gertz. Our editorial advisor is Rekha Murthy. You can find Drilled on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen on our website, drillednews.com, where you'll also find additional reporting and documents. You can follow us on Twitter at WeAreDrilled or catch me on there at Amy Westervelt. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.